Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our next edition of the Family's School of Thought. How's everybody doing this week? Great. Cold? It's cold. It's cold today. It was a beautiful weekend. How about in Portland? Um, It's been 50 degrees. Actually, we had a 70. What is it? Sunday, we were at 70 degrees, and it was nice and warm and toasty. Um, but then it's kind of been 50 and on and off raining. Even today, it like has been, it, it's like literally black skies raining for five minutes. And then the next five minutes, it's bright, sunny, shiny. And so it's just been kind of a mix of that all day. Right. Mm. Sounds about the same weather we've had here in Michigan. We had some really mm. nice, probably got up to about 80 on Saturday. 85. Sunday, Sunday was, oh, wow. warm, but was cloudy and rainy kind of. But um, they got called again last night, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to get down to 27 today. Ugh. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 20, nice on, maybe 29. Yeah, it was nice Saturday. I think we we opened all the windows and kept them open Saturday night. It was nice. Yeah, because it was only 60. It was 60 when you woke up on Sunday morning. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. We were outside all day Saturday, so that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get going. Jess, do you got any interesting yes. facts? I have, I have a mental floss amazing fact. And I wanted to do this one because I think it's interesting. And Passover just ended this weekend on Sunday. So I, it was, I want to get it. A, you know, when we were recording this, Sunday was only a few days ago. So um, an Atlanta rabbi is the person to thank for getting kosher Coca-Cola um, put onto the shelves for Passover, during Passover. Um, in the 1930s, Rabbi Tobias Geffen, I, I think is how you pronounce his name, wrote the Coca-Cola company asking to review its top secret list of ingredients to see if they met kosher standards. And Coke agreed on the condition that he sweared the formula, formula to secrecy. So I didn't know that we're not Jewish, so I didn't know that there was actually a kosher Coca-Cola during no, Passover. No, I didn't know that. But I thought that was a pretty interesting fact. So yeah, definitely. never knew that. And me oh, yeah. and for me to give up Diet Coke during that. Remember, you did that one time for your um, yeah. Plan. yeah. You up Diet Coke. That was not never, a pretty good. Never well, again. You know, well, Diet Coke is a whole another story because they've got things that make you addicted to it mm-hmm. it's not healthy for you it's, it's, it's so bad Cheers. Um, it says diet on the probably one of the worst pops sodas on the market yeah i mean yeah um i mean like you said we're not jewish so i'm not really like familiar with the like kosher terms mm-hmm. but what's in coke that's not kosher is my question I don't know, and I don't know if I really want to know. I know. <laughs> as I far know, as like, I know. You don't want to know what is in the sausage, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Well, that's the thing is that as far as I know, kosher has to deal with, like, living human beings. Like, they, like yeah. things aren't kosher if they're not, like, raised. If it's not, an, yeah, right. Like, right. healthy. What? Like, it's right. like pigs aren't kosher because they're, like, they they live in dirt. They're and dirty. They, yeah. Dirty. Yeah. So what is not kosher? 
sure. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. So don't even ask. Yeah. I, I, I want to continue to drink it. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, more, more we talk about it. But um, so <laughs> I, I guess what my question was, are you saying they have a certain Coke that is labeled kosher? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, they, so they probably and they only. You, oh, and maybe because we don't live in like a Jewish community kind of thing, but mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm assuming you know just the same as Lent, people start serving fish sandwiches or doing fish dinners during Lent for you know the Christian observance. Mm -hmm. This is kind right. of the same thing. It's a short period during Passover that they do kosher coke. Or they put it on the market. But I thought it was pretty interesting that, you know, Coca of course, this was back in the 30s, but I thought it was interesting that Coca-Cola, this huge company, was willing to allow this rabbi to see their, their secret ingredients right. and, and be able Especially to confirm that, yeah. So, although, you know, nowadays, that, you know, maybe back in the 30s, this rabbi could have said, yeah, I saw it. And people are like, okay, sure. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kosher now. <laughs> yeah. Is cocaine kosher? <laughs> I don't know. You know, we could go into a whole, that's a whole nother podcast. Of, you know, what is? you do know what the sign language, the, the, what the sign is in sign language for Coca-Cola, right? No. Nope. Isn't it just Coke? It's just, it's shooting up like, Shooting up yeah, it's like well, uh, it was originally made with cocaine. Made with cocaine. cocaine. Right, it's yeah. called cocaine. It was also you, and that's probably it was also a medicine when it right. first came right. out. It was a right. cure all medicine. Right. For entertainment yeah, so. purposes only. Still, <laughs> yeah. It does cure. Okay. All right. Not like not yes. like burners, okay? We're Michigan burners. people, burners, cures, everything. Is cures right. everything. <laughs> I just have to put that there. Yeah, it does. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. How about a good song for us this week? All right. Well, I wanted to stick with songs we like. Um, and uh, I know you're going to know this one. Hey, Jude, oh, don't make it bad. <laughs> Take a sad song, a song and make it better. Well, it's already going to be sad. I love the song, and I bet you I can tell you anything you're about to say about it. And I, I can bet tell you, you more. I, <laughs> I have a tidbit. I have a tidbit about the Beatles. I can well, tell obviously, this is one of their probably biggest songs, I'd think. Um, and it's actually written about John Lennon's son, Julian mm -hmm. Lennon. Right. Um, and so what makes it unfortunately very creepy is that it was written after uh, John left uh, Julian's mother for Yoko Ono um, and he was having a really hard time with it. And so Paul McCartney wrote this song as basically like a, you know, trying to get his spirits back up and trying to make him feel better. Um, and of course, now we know uh, with time that Julian has come forward and said that John was very abusive to himself and his mother. Um, so it makes the song even worse because, you know, it's, you know, the Beatles and it's John Lennon and it's, you want to believe the best because they were, you know, the Beatles, but more and more as time goes on, we're learning that John Lennon was kind of a really, really shitty person. <laughs> oh, so it makes wow. like all these, That's it makes, all, 
<laughs> Listen, I, you, you know, know the more I, the more been one of my idols my whole life. Well, you should really look into him because he's not a good person to idolize. Well, he was a great humanitarian, that's for sure. I know his Let's personal see. life got a little I've heard it was it was muddled. It was definitely muddled. Of how he treated his ex-wife. Yes. But he was he definitely was a great humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have <laughs> I have a tidbit to add. Are you done, Cassie? Oh yeah. Okay. I have a tidbit to add. I want to know if you guys know this. So did you know Owasso, Michigan was home to the American Record Pressing Company? Um and they would you know they would put out millions of vinyls and 45s and all that. And they were one of the uh um companies that first did the American um, pressing of the vinyls for the records for the Beatles when in the in America in the United States and because they didn't know they only heard the the word Beatle they didn't know that it was spelled B-E-A-T and so they put in the animal Beatle on the albums (laughs) so the the first record Sold in like in the United States or, like, or at least in Michigan. I don't know. This is you know like, but I know some of these facts. But they spell Beatles wrong on the album because they <laughs> I, I, like, I, bet, I bet if anybody had those records, they would be worth. The, the I'm sure they were. But, but where was the um, building in Owasso? On King Street. I really? bet you. On yeah. King Street. I bet yeah, you doesn't. So, is that um record that, store where the by? Was? I mean, where would that um, place be? It says so. I mean, like in the Mitchells by Mitchell. Um, one one eight one zero West King Street. So, oh, oh, it's where the animal feed feed places that new that new building now, or it's not a new building, but where they the um they have that big new structure next to the railroad track. That's amazing. (laughs) I did not know that. I did not know that either because King. I thought. I mean, I was thinking King Street on the other side, but yeah, yeah. But so, so it's right by the Shiawassee River. Uh, no, not not quite. But it's like, like over right by the hospital. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. But it's like by Cleveland, Cleveland Avenue. So um, well, I guess I was thinking. Or, later. or you know where Oliver, the Oliver Woods assistant living is? Yes, it's that building right behind that assisted living complex. Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's very that's interesting. Interesting fact. Did yes. you also? I could give some facts about Owasso because did you know that Owasso was the first producer of Louisville Slugger Bats too? Oh. No idea. And then the company moved to Louisville, and that's where they became big. So they were Owasso I'm, sluggers. I'm full of facts about Owasso. <laughs> were they Louisville Sluggers then? <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah. Going back to the 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 record, I is that old like what is it called like Jelly Bean Record Store still open by McDonald's? Oh yeah, that is. Yes. Yeah, that so is. So I bet you open. you could go because that's a buy sell I'm, and I'm sure. yeah, yeah, you could probably yeah, find one yeah. of these records. I'm sure you could. That's well, I mean, even the even downtown. Mm-hmm. There's that old record album place where you can buy old record albums, like right on the corner of. Washington. That's what we're talking about. That oh no, that's not. No, you're talking about the place. flea marketplace down by the one that has the unicorn in the window. Is that what you're talking about? 
I'm talking town. about, it's called like Jelly Beans yeah, or something. No, and it's no, literally right by. by old yeah. eight tracks or games. Yeah, yeah Jelly Beans is over by, it's over by Meyer, like across the street mm-hmm. from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. But th- yeah. there's that record store right downtown on the corner by Radio Shack. Mm-hmm. It's right on the corner and they sell old albums. It's always been there. I don't know what you're even talking about. I'm going to go by and take a picture of it tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to. Because, um, yeah, that is that is interesting. But I'm sure that there's, you know, like the city of Owasso probably has something in their archives or in their collections oh, and stuff. Because yeah. so, I do know that they have, they do have like the original bats, but they also have the wrought iron furniture that right. is sold worldwide. You know, yes. And that's, that started in, in Owasso too. Well, and that's still so, there. What are well, the building, still they don't they don't produce them really yeah but um, right. also also has a really dark side of the history too yeah but we'll, yeah. we'll this, that's you know we'll maybe to, for another we episode do another episode <laughs> on Owasso stuff because yeah you're right By itself. we have a presidential candidate that was from here too so Dewey who oh Dewey Dewey yeah his house is all marked off and everything and there are well there used to be at least newspapers from when he won the election but i said you know like they went that's the whole truman and dewey do you guys not remember this in history well maybe not remember it but with history you know it was said that dewey was going to win the election and yeah. truman yes. and so they printed all the papers with dewey wins or you know whatever and truman actually won the election uh, yeah i remember that so so the paper you used to work for screwed that up and put the wrong. I, well, that was a worldwide, or maybe you know, United countrywide, but uh, nationwide. But yeah. Okay. So okay, enough. All right, with, wow. yeah, we we could get into another episode. <laughs> Whole other episode. Hold on. <laughs> now we could do okay. this instead of mine. Well, I love Hey Jude. Um, no, it's your John turn. Lennon. I love John Lennon. Yeah. And Cynthia. I used to love John Lennon. I don't know exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to fill me in, Jack Cass. Remember when we went to a Yoko event <laughs> in New York? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've never been to New York as a family. Why would I? No, your mother now. <laughs> yes. Yoko Ono art exhibit in New York, and it had like um, a live. What do you call that? When it was a live person, that was the art exhibit. It was a person. On a ladder or something, I can't remember. Like living art? Yeah, it was like living art. It was a guy on a ladder. The art's alive. Okay, let's get out with the show. Science alive. This is gonna let's get on to our actual topic. Okay. I believe D, it's your turn. You're yes, it is. Um I'm hoping that I'm gonna do a good job on this, but I'm doing mine on the Herman Webster Mud Mudget. Um, he was born in um, 1861 to a wealthy family, well known as the one of the f- first serial killers. Oh, yeah, yeah AKA. I, so let's start this off with AKA yeah, he, Herman Webster Mudgett, but most people know him as H.H. Holmes. H. Holmes because yeah. when he started when he moved to Chicago, uh, he changed. This his is a name. good one, Mom. He changed his name to H Dr. H. H. Holmes. 
and that happened in um, 1886 um, when he moved to Chicago. But he was born to a wealthy family in 1881 in Gilmanton, New Hampshire. Um, he began as a swindler and a confident trickster who was widely considered to, uh, considered to be the country's first serial killer. Um, killed and did surgery on animals when he was um, just a young child and um, was thought and suggested that he had killed a school classmate when he was just young. Um, wow. He also attended the University of Michigan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> and the um, medical school, though, the medical school. Yes, yes. And so he got his degree and became a doctor. And then he moved to Chicago in 1886 um, and became, um, got his job as a pharmacist under the name of H.H. H. Holmes, Dr. H.H. H. Holmes. And then soon after that, he began killing people in order to steal their properties. Mm -hmm. And um, he later you know they got him on fraudulent things he built a house was and um he got he he got convicted and arrested for insurance fraud and that happened back before the before he built the hotel and in that was in 1893 he was allegedly seduced and murdered women and was arrested on insurance fraud but um, he built his house in Chicago, and it was known as the Murder Ca Castle. And it was equipped with secret passengers, trap doors, soundproof room doors that could be locked from the outside. Then he had gas chambers, jets, to asphyxiate his victims, and a, clean, a kiln to cremate the bodies. Wow. So, so he was a smart killer. Yes, he yeah, was. He had it all. It was, it was, I mean, how he got away with all this, I just don't understand. And the sad thing is, in the end, he was only convicted of one murder. Mm -hmm. One murder. And they, yeah. they um, um, executed him on May 7th of um, 1896 at age 34 and nine days before his 35th birthday. How many people did he, do they suspect? Well, he allegedly confessed to 27 murders, but in all of the, you know, in all of this, he, the investigation. Well, no, in all of this, he worked at a pharmacist and, or he concocted, uh, with this insurance fraud, he concocted a scheme with an associate and his name was Ben Pitzler, Pitzel, Pitzel. Mm -hmm. And um, by faking his death, collected $10,000. And then him and his Ben Pitzler um, went from, um, to traveled to Colorado, Missouri, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, and Texas committing other acts of fraud. 
They were con men, yeah. Yes, they were con right. men. Yeah. And then um, he uh, was married to four different women. He had four different wives. He had one child, and her name was Lucy Theodore Theodate. Theodore Theodate? I think I'm pronouncing that. It's T-H-E-O-D-A-T-E. Holmes. Theodore. Theodate. And um, she grew up and became a school teacher. But while he was married to Clara, he um, also married, he met and married um, Mirtha Bil Bilknet. And that's when he had his daughter. He was supposedly um, filed a divorce with Clara. And um, said that she, you know, committed adultery and stuff like that. But it re really was him who committed the adultery. But um, then um, he ended up, why he was still married to Clara, and, because... It never went through uh, the divorce through. He filed for divorce. Then it was dropped. She moved back to um, Massachusetts and um, she uh, they never were ended up being divorced. So then he mar was married to Mirtha and then he um, met Georgina Yoke and married her, too. And then there was another one, but I forgot to write it down. Um, and then uh, as he was doing all of this traveling, he convinced Ben Pitzler, he killed him, and then he was believed to have killed three of his children. The youngest and the oldest stayed with um, uh, Pitzler's wife, Pitzler's wife, and then he ended up killing, he confessed to killing the other three by asphyxiating them. So I'm sure that he took them back to the hotel and and yeah. um, put the gas chamber, chamber on them. But um, he had three mistresses. Um, then he uh, gave various contradictory accounts throughout his life, initially, initially claiming innocence and later saying he was possessed by Satan. Um, but with this hotel, he built the murder castle um, in to uh, during the world or world fair, and he would lure the tourists and visitors in to his castle. And he has he had apartments and um, was known to or said to have killed quite a few of his victims. Does anybody else know anything? So well, yeah, hotel in Chicago during the, the World, World Fair. Fair. Yes, and he would lure the tourists in there into his hotel and kill them there. Right. The and yeah. Yes, and in 1839, the hotel was um, uh, arson. An arsonist um, burned it down. It was burned down. Yeah. And then it was rebuilt and used as a post office later. Oh. Yeah. But it had. So it's, it's, it yeah. had tunnels and everything underground, and he could go from place to place. So he it built was... the hotel, or did yes. he buy the hotel? No, I he built he... it. He built this. And oh, I he was thinking property. he bought like 
Yeah, I was thinking he bought like sections of it, but then built on or like did add on. But it would they all the it like it was like a block long, right? Yeah, he said and, that. And I mean, he built it. Um, it was like a huge thing, and then it was all the the it was connected like each floor, each like from wall to wall was all connected, so you could get from one side of the building all the way to the other through tunnels underneath or through like secret passageways and stuff. Right. And right. the World Fair in 1893 had a huge crowd because that was when they were introducing the Ferris wheel. That was the new thing, which was supposed to be a competition against the Eiffel Tower. Uh, because yes. the Eiffel Tower was built at the previous World Fair. Oh, wow. And then um, Holmes claimed to have had met her uh, that an actress named Minnie Williams, do you, who moved to Chicago. I don't know anything about that. I don't remember. Yeah, I I read um, the book Devil in the White City, which is oh, where mm -hmm. I got a lot of my information. It's a, a like half is about the Chicago World Fair, and then half is about how how H H Holmes was able to get away with a lot of this because there were so many people coming into Chicago from all over the world to be part of this World Fair. And back in late 1800s, they didn't have telephones or anything. So they couldn't communicate with family. So nobody knew that anybody was missing mm -hmm. um, for until it was way too late. And or they just thought, oh, they died at the fair or they, you know, and there was issues because it was right on Lake, the fair was right on Lake Michigan and I, I might be mistaken, but I feel like it was where the Navy pier is now. Oh, I might probably. be where like the, where the Ferris wheel was and Ferris stuff. Wheel, yeah. Cause they have a Ferris wheel there. I'm it's not the original one I'm assuming, but, um, if I'm remembering correctly, that's where like the world fair kind of took place. I don't know where it, where that is compared to where his little castle was but um yeah it's like people so it was right on lake michigan so pe they were thinking oh people may have fallen in the lake and drowned or you know they just got lost or you know there and there were a lot of deaths due to illnesses and you know everything like or natural causes at the fair anyways so they just kind of mm -hmm. ever families just chalked it up to that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and it probably took them a while to put it all together right right when I, I think too i don't know let me look up the world fair because um i'm with the world fair i'm assuming that they had started planning this years in advance um especially like back then right um let's see i don't know the book the devil in the white city really got into like the chicago fair and a lot of it was like if you're into like architecture and all that kind of stuff, you'll love that section. But to me, it was a little hard to get through through that that part of parts of the book. But um, was, like I don't really care about how white a structure is. It's you know, where, but uh, where was this structure at? Um, what he, she the thinks World it's Fair? by like the Navy Pier. Okay. I think that's where like the World Fair was. That's what I was. Looking you know at that like too. long pier. Right. right. Yeah. Um, when she started the story, I was expecting it to be in one of the hotels that we have stayed in. Um, I don't think it's again. I hope not. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not there anymore. It's considered well, it the was post burned office. down. 
the post office. Okay. Yeah. So wherever the big, huge post office is, that's where the hotel was. Which I can't picture that where it's at. And I'm wondering, so I don't know, and maybe these buildings aren't there anymore, but okay, so on this Wikipedia page, it says there were prominent prominent architects designed 14 great buildings as part of the World Fair. And that's where like the book, they went into great detail on the building of those buildings and stuff. So right. um, the exposition, exposition covered 690 acres. Um, See, I'm not seeing featuring that. Well, this is just about the World Fair. Oh, yeah. and there were there were twenty seven million twenty seven million three hundred thousand people that attended that World Fair that they took record of at least. Wow, right. So that's right. how many people. That, I mean, millions. Well, I mean, this is a World Fair, Dad. Like, this is people coming from not just yeah, Asia, know. the United I've States. Been, this is I've yeah. been to a couple of them. But oh, um, right. okay. so we were never to the one in we were only to the one in Tennessee, never to the one. Yeah, in so Chicago. so okay. the World Fair, the venues that it was in forty six countries participated in the World Fair, um, but it was in Jackson Park, and Midway. I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Midway Planets Planets. Um, it's on the south side of Chicago. It's a public park on the south side of Chicago. Um, but Jackson Park. Well, it's, it says that the, um, a, the I was just gonna was, say was to the left of the Inglewood Post Office. So I don't know where the Inglewood okay. Post Office is. Well, I can so I it is not on the Navy Pier because it's down at the south side of Chicago. Right. The, the Museum of Science and Industry is one of that building is one of the buildings that was oh. built during the World Fair. Yeah, oh, so. yeah. We went to the Science yeah. Museum. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's where that. So it was down. But it's on Inglewood, uh, down by the Inglewood. And it says um, the castle was left to right top to bottom scenes found. Well, that no, that's the trapdoor. Um, it it doesn't say where exactly. Let's see if I can. So it was in the south people. side of Chicago. So it was in the meanest part of town. It says it says there a Houghton's man called Leroy Brown there. Houghton's Drugstore at the northwest corner of South Wallace Avenue and West Sixty Third Street in Inglewood. So I don't know exactly yeah. where at that's at but you know i mean it's down i think it's down in the downtown part where most people don't go well it's on the south side so that's bad. way it, off of it, today yeah. it's a bad part today and today yeah it, yes it's, it's a very, it's a, very you, you don't go this no. fair would it have lasted like three months or was it for a week I, how long would it have lasted i think the fair lasted i don't know if it's bad but it i'm last? sure it lasted it um <laughs> It, so it Two opened weeks. on May, no, May 1st of 1893, and it closed on October 30th, okay, so 1893. I said 1883. I'm sorry. 18 May 1st, 1893 to October 30th, 1893. So right. about six months. Okay. But he was subjected to 50 lawsuits. So, you know, in the Chicago alone, that's not including yeah. in all of the states that he went into. So, and we really don't know how many murders he really did convict because he had staged so many too that, and some of them were, ended up being alive. 
Mm. Right. Mm. But that's what I think he could be considered probably America's first serial killer, but probably like the first well-known con artist too. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And they say that in like one of the articles, it said that um, just because you kill a bunch of people, it doesn't mean you're a serial killer because we really don't know how many people he did kill because he, when he went to court, when he went to, when they convicted him, he was only convicted of one murder. So right. he that is a serial killer. Right. So I just don't understand why he was convicted. I think because that's the only, only one that evidence. they could prove. Right. right. That's they the only couldn't one that prove, they could prove. But he, but yeah. he admitted to killing. But right. because he had a kill. Yeah. He it's thought he, that he killed more than 200. What? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that in. Well, again, it goes, I think it's because it happened during the World Fair. They're not able to prove if these missing right. people were oh. killed by him. And because he burned people, he, you know, yeah, he right. would burn their bodies. And he, you know, like, so there's no evidence. There was trace. There's, yeah. There was there no, no there was no remains right. left. Yeah. So these people, a lot of them, of those like 200 or over 200, they were missing people from the fair. And that's where like, they don't know if they fell into Lake Michigan and drowned or if, you know, you know, what if they decided to, you know, because back then, too, it was easy to like, hey, I don't want to be this person anymore. I'm going to move to a different state. Or I'm going to go to this World Fair, get lost and then move on and change my name and become Joanne Susan. I don't know. You know, you know it's like you could just easily go on and say, I, I'm right. changing my name and nobody there's no record of you before. So, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. It just says one victim confirmed and nine total suspected by him. But in the span of crime went from 1891 to 1894. Which is, this is and the date he was American apprehended. Horror story. What? Are you sure this is, is not an episode of American Horror Story? No. It was no, based on it. The was apprehended was um, November the 17th of 1894. Was Lady well, I mean, Saka involved in this? Huh? <laughs> no. But um, his, other, his other wife or spouse was Minnie Williams, which he had convinced that was the actor. Mm-hmm. And he killed right. her. You know, well, he was, yeah, well, he was a con artist, but a little bit of like a narcissist. But people were charmed by him, which right. I think is the similar case with every serial killer. Yeah. They know how to charm people, or with him, with his, his castle, the people needed somewhere to stay. And he had a, he was running a hotel or, you know, apartments kind of thing. And so people were like, yeah, let's go live here for the, our time in Chicago and then he'd sneak into their bedrooms and kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And put them down a laundry chute. Wow. I just thought of this. Do you guys watch how yeah, House of Terror, yeah. But do you yeah. have you guys ever watched How I Met Your Mother? It reminds yes. me of the the episode where Barney was describing how like he does, you know, he's is a uh, um, he likes he's a playboy and likes to 
hook up with random women, but he doesn't want to deal with them after the fact. So he changes his bed into like a chute so that when he's done, he just pushes a button and then his bed like inclines Lips and they up. go down a chute out to like the alley out in the road. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Not basically much. what this is. I don't know. Um, I guess it's more of a darker or like tone than how Todd. I met you. Think about yes, yeah, 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 like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Now that like a lot of like younger generations are buying houses and then basically demolishing these like how like houses or like um putting up structures and they like have to like get into these like old fashioned houses like their walls and like their structures. Right. They're right. they're finding that um a lot of these old houses had like shoots for like razors or like certain yeah. things yeah. um and they're finding a lot of like people would just put like teeth like that fell out in these walls so like oh. uh, like people are like demolish not demolishing i shouldn't say that but like renovating, renovating. their homes yeah and yeah. like knocking down Amazing. walls and all these like teeth and razors yeah. fall yeah. out of the walls well, you know, so it's kind of medicine cabinets that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm they talking about. Little, little like, yeah. well, that's yeah, the thing is like split, people yeah. are like putting these razors there, but it's not like it was going anywhere. It was literally just falling right. into right. the wall. Right. right. That's what, like, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah, like going to the trash or anything like that. Right. Well, well I think... if somebody was ever to renovate our home, they're going to find lots of stuff in the walls that yes, we purposely because... put in there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't you remember that hole in the kitchen, Cass? <laughs> No, no But we told you about it. I don't remember anything being put in the walls. A, there was a big square where they kept the phone in the kitchen between the kitchen Opening. and the living room, and we um plastered it all back up or put drywall. And Jesse and, and Jordan put stuff in there. Which is probably mm -hmm. like a ninja turtle and a Barbie. I don't remember. Anytime what I put we've in done there. any kind of renovations, I've always yeah. put something hey we, it's gonna be a big huge time capsule yeah <laughs> yeah right. we've done as the same the thing as, as we've done renovations too but a lot of ours too is um we had a roll of justin beaver duct tape so whenever we did <laughs> renovations we just stuck and tuck why would you have so, because why would we have somebody gave it to us i think man one of matt's brothers gave it to us as a like a Christmas gift. Like I a, think it was a gag gift when, and during right, Christmas. Right, yeah. And, and, really and we're like, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> Justin Bieber duct tape. Sure. Yeah. So wow. it's behind like our microwave. So when somebody goes to replace the microwave, it'll be there. It's behind <laughs> right. our, our vanity in our bathroom. We really should yeah. like, it should, you should, the more you renovate, like make little like a treasure map like put little <laughs> secret messages behind walls but then like the the treasures the duct tape like, right, like right, right. you get to the treasure and it's this duct ah. right. yeah that would be kind of cool I, I i have seen it um it was a long time ago but i saw a TikTok um like series i guess you could call it where the these people their grandfather passed away and they found and this is like who knows if it's true or not but they found a treasure map type of thing and it was a lot of hidden uh like capsules or hidden doors in the house and they went on this like treasure map it was you know like 
find you know it's like a bunch of riddles i think it would be really cool too i'm getting some good ideas here we're gonna yeah i know that sounds amazing um i always wanted a house with like you know a secret room or yeah Yeah, me too i always thought that'd be really cool well i always thought it would be really cool to have like an old house but it's it's so much work but you know again back to you know Owasso does the parade of homes every year or they did before the pandemic at least but they would show a lot of the older houses and they did they had hidden compartments in some of them where like I'm assuming more for like back in the the depression era era or the depression time where they had built-in cabinets but there was like a hidden safe underneath the built-in cabinets that you had to like pull out the drawers to be able to know that it was there Right. Or, you know, that kind of stuff, which I think is interesting and really cool. But older houses are just so much work that, yeah. Well, and a lot of though, one time, Owasso had wealthy people that lived there. So right, they, they right. would be people that have that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, a lot of older houses, like, secret secret passageways was basically just the help passageways because they weren't supposed to be seen by guests and that i would there are a lot of houses in owasso that have a back stairway or a narrow Mm -hmm. stairway with like a little small tiny bedroom so your help wouldn't have to the front door or be seen by your guests (laughs) yes right which which goes back to the history of owasso that we can yeah yeah yeah, that's a we well, a lot of another topic. Railroad, a lot of houses had secret rooms yeah. for that. Yeah, too. which that is, I mean, Michigan was a huge factor in that too, right. especially did the Detroit area because right. they were getting out of um, Michigan through or yeah, getting out of the country through Michigan to Canada. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But um, it, it was a it was a crazy, uh, you know, and the sad thing is is he started at such a young age and we've already discussed Well, he's only 34 when he died very young when he was in elementary he was considered um very very into a very intelligent child yeah and um you know like most serial killers their iq is very high and he graduated from university of michigan yeah and i feel like we should start investigating the university of michigan i have two <laughs> friends who graduated from there so maybe we should ask them some questions about what the classes are like right right both well, in medical fields so there's a serial killer very famous who was killing students from there female women mm-hmm. right right there's lots of people i mean they're just so when they kill their aunt when they're they're young and they kill animals like that that's usually that's usually a good that's a sign yes yes and and he was doing that and then um when he did kill his victims it was also you know for you know purposes entertainment purposes only entertainment purposes only um it, it was said that he would sell their corpse to medical schools right oh, that actually oh. happens a lot that happens yeah. a lot actually you, know, you don't know what he really did with all you know like you said all these people from um if, if now you could probably do dna but when they when he killed all these people we probably would find out 
if we have their yeah. DNA, but all oh, those books were sold to different universities all around the world. And that's what, and that's what, I, I, that, now that you say that, I think that was, that's part of the book though, too. I think that's what he, he was like killing people. And when he was touring the United States, that's what he yes. was doing. He was selling the bones of the people that he killed, right. but he was, right. he was a con man too, that, um, that he would get close to like elderly people and then, he would, and, then written, he would, and he'd get written into their wills and then he'd collect all their money or all their possessions or would steal it from them because they had like dementia or whatever right and um, he was their yeah. beneficiary he made them yeah. all sign up right. and all of his employees that worked for him in his storefronts and his pharmacies yeah. he would make them his him to be their beneficiary right so you know, he's yeah. he was he was a very smart, intelligent person, and he yeah. a, a good con. He was, you know, I, most people most people are good con. They know I wonder if because he is America's first serial killer, first you know, well, obviously uh, documented, no. yeah, yeah, documented serial killer. If other serial killers didn't um, use him as inspiration, because. You know, there's so many things that, like, even, like, with the, like, obviously, like, the traps and the, like, yeah. man, the, the hotel with, like, trap doors, obviously, the toy right. box killer is known for, like, having trap doors and, right. like, his victims are not known because he literally would take them from situations where people wouldn't look for them. And then, then like, the selling of the, like, the skeletons to medical colleges I've no, I know there's a couple. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I know I've heard stories of other serial killers doing such things. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. So they've got to have like, or even yes. like, even like getting old people to, like getting into old people's wills. There's so many yeah. con artists who do that now. So I wonder if people take inspiration from H. H. Holmes. Right. Yeah. I. I well, I really creepy. think that there's so many people that. Yeah. Are are you know because we have such good social media now that you can get into anything and i think they're all copycatters you know yeah, yeah right right yes yeah so this is so, so i wanted because there's theories that hh H. holmes was actually not the person that was killed for these crimes or prosecuted or it but he actually ended up escaping mm -hmm. and changing his name and moving on so there are theories that he actually was not executed um and so i was reading but you don't really that. know that for a fact because so, it's not it's no not, yeah. but he yeah so he asked for his coffin to be contained in cement and buried 10 feet deep because he was concerned about grave robbers that would steal his body and use it for dissection so mm -hmm. that's what he wanted to do um but his neck when they were he was hanged and his neck never broke. So instead they strangled him to death slowly. Um, they pronounced him dead for 20 minutes after, or 20 minutes after they strangled him. And, um, but so then, yeah, so there's theories that he faked his own death, that he really wasn't dead during the strangulation. And he and could then, have because he was such a yeah. good, I mean, and yeah, he could have taken he could have taken medicine because even back then you could take medicine to um, right 
Right. Make Slow you your look heart. Dead. Yeah. Right. Make you look dead, but you really weren't dead. Look at Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, but this was Romeo and Juliet was way back after that. They were fictional characters. They were fictional written before. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, people. Yes, the story yes. the storyline is on the same basis you know, I'm, right. I, I guess I'm not I'm not but in so in 2017 admit the allegations that he in in fact escaped his execution his body was exhumed for testing um and this was led by a Janet Monge of University of Pennsylvania Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology Due to his coffin being contained in cement, his body was found not to have decomposed normally. His clothes were almost almost perfectly preserved, and his mustache was found to be intact. <laughs> Maybe his mustache was fake. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. And then the, po well, the body it can happen. Was, the body was positively identified by his teeth as being um, H. H. Holmes, mm. and then he was reburied. Okay. So in, up till two thousand seventeen. There were theories. There was theories. That, yeah. So, but also, if he's a con artist, what is? How do you know that he didn't pull out all of his teeth and, uh, you know, put in those well, wooden don't, dentures? Don't you think that the state was okay with his request to be painted, to buried in all that cement? Like, wouldn't they just go like, "You're Screw a murderer. You. We're paying you. Well, we don't care what you think." Well, I don't know. I think this was look at death row this, last meals, like. Right. Should we really yeah. give murderers right. steak dinners? And well, okay, but that's uh, a meal. It's not like how we're going to preserve your body. Yeah, but that's tax well, but if, your if dollars he, if that going his, into. If, if that was his death wish, and that that's what was in his benefit. Uh, I mean, in his well, um, well, will that that's how he was to be buried. You gotta, you know, gotta, the, oh, cemetery, the cemetery. The cemetery's gonna do. Well, the cemetery is going to do, do well. You, you're supposed to, but fam with family, and unless somebody, so, so how think about this as your family? I'm. This is all again from Wikipedia, so who knows what is true or what is not? But I'm, I'm sure it's some factual. But in 2017, I guess maybe that he was dug out. His um, re remains were dug up because of this. But there was a documentary or a docu series that was done on the history channel called american ripper in which his his great great grandson jeff mudget along with a former cia analyst armelius fox investigated clues to prove that holmes was also the infamous london serial killer jack the ripper jack the ripper oh, wow. yes yes and that was in yeah. that was in my paperwork too yes yeah so yeah, so he could have been Jack the Ripper as well, but I don't know. I, it doesn't say if it was proven or denied. And he um, could have been but, a different name in a different state because right. in yeah. Chicago, he was right. known as Dr. H.H. H. Holmes, but he, like I said, he went to, um, he was a yeah. con artist and he went to Pennsylvania, Texas, um, oh, yeah, Missouri, Colorado, yeah. New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Texas. So think of all of those different states. He had to have gone by a different name. Right. And yeah. in Pennsylvania, he might have went as Jack the Ripper. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's a, yeah. So and the, I got a lot of like I said, I got a lot of my information from the book. The, it's the full title is "The Devil in the White City: Murder, Magic, and Madness at the Fair That Changed America." Uh, it's by Eric Larson. Lar- and do you have the paper? Paperback, or is it? Do you have it on? I have a no. I have a paperback. Yeah, you'll have to I, read it so I can I, read it. It's in storage somewhere, I think. Um, so, but it's, it's just a. You on that bookshelf? Yeah, let me reach back and get it. Yeah, write it down so I can see if I can get that book. Um. Yeah, because I again, yeah, I know I, I didn't see. It in, I mean, paperback. It is an actual paperback, so I'm like, oh, this will be. Let's just see if I like it or not. And I've heard so many rumors that that this was supposed to this book was supposed to be turned into a movie yeah. um and johnny Depp was supposed to play hh H. holmes but i don't that like i've never really saw anything more than that so he's a little busy right now yeah this was well this was years ago too so this was you know the book was published in 2003 so this was you know a few years ago before he was busy so but, what uh, was the name I of it the devil the devil in the white city she said it about 10 times i know it there's a bunch of books though too so there's um i'm trying to think there's a comprehensive biography from 2017 that is hh holmes the true story of the white city devil i've never this you know the devil in the white city is like the first time that ever heard chicago being called the white city is that something you guys know it as? I'm always known as it as the Windy City. The Windy City. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's always been Windy City, so, so I don't know why they're doing Well, okay, so and... I don't know, and maybe they're doing it because of the World Fair. Like, the one, so the the building that is the um, Science and Industry Museum, that, that it has, like, a dome on the top of it, and I think that's where, like, the architecture got really detailed, and I think that's, you know, it was painted white or it gleamed in the sunshine. I did why, not why focus do, too. Why, why did they call it the White City? What, what I don't does that know. come from? I, I just thought it was from the book, you know, but it, there's a couple books that call it the White City. Hmm. Well, I'm looking at an article right now from, it came out in January of 2022 that says they are going to do a Hulu drama series um, with Keanu Reeves. Um, that's titled oh. "The Devil in the White City," um, with oh, so that's Scorsese yeah. and Leonardo DiCaprio. So it oh, could no, be no, coming no. Yeah, so it wasn't Johnny Depp; it was Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. That's who it was. Yeah. So I I got those two mixed up. <laughs> What's eating Gilbert Grape? I don't know. <laughs> um, there was. A, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so delayed on the reaction. <laughs> um. Uh. There was also, I can't find it that I was looking for because I know like a couple years back there was, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a TV show that wasn't like about H.H. Holmes. It was like about H.H. Holmes and another character like time traveling. I can't even remember what it was, but I know it had H.H. Holmes in it because it was like the whoever the main character was was like chasing after hh holmes but i don't think it lasted for very long i can't find it anywhere okay so chicago is why is chicago the white city i just googled it um and it is from the world fair it was a title that came from the world fair so the world fair 
played a key role in the creation of the city city beautiful movement at the core of the fair was an area that quickly became known as a white city for its buildings with a white stucco siding and its streets illuminated by electric lights oh so yeah so it was like yeah so yeah that's where and that must be where like the architecture i it's been a lot of years since i read this book so i can't really remember all of it but that's where it must have got into detail on that kind of stuff too so but and just does, for the mere fact of the white i mean just because of the world's fair they had all yeah. the lights or something yeah, yeah. They, well they it was the, yeah i think if i remember correctly too it's like they well they built multiple structures new buildings yeah. and all that kind of stuff but i there may have been like a kind of like a tiny like um i'm trying to think of what you know like a tiny like uh i might get a loss of what i'm trying well, to think probably but, a lot of people they probably have seen electricity before but to see a city right, lit up. right to be yeah to be all lit up yeah, the and, first yeah. time they've seen that right and yeah. and you know really we need to find out what year it became the windy city i mean maybe well i think that's i think completely different but yeah the white city was the that title came from the world fair so buildings yeah it came from that 1893 world fair but the ferris wheel i know and that was something too so the ferris wheel is named after um george washington what i can't think of so do you either. think george that the world do you think that um they moved that ferris wheel to the navy pier no i don't think the navy pier ferris wheel is what it what it is anymore oh, okay. um i think that I must. I don't know what it looked like in the beginning, but I'm assuming that it was probably just like little like bucket seat type of things, and then right. Maybe you know, this but, is just a replica. Yeah. The original. So here it was. Yeah, it was created by or constructed, designed and constructed by George Washington Gale Ferris Jr. And it was the landmark for the World Fair in 1893. Um, the wheels of this platform predated ferris's wheel by centuries so the generic term ferris wheel now is now used in american english for all structures all such structures as it's becoming most commonly the type the most common type of amusement ride or at state fairs in the united states it's the ferris wheel but he was building it though because he wanted it to be a ride that people could enjoy that was taller than the Eiffel Tower. If I'm, and that's what I'm remembering from the book. That's what I'm saying as I remember from the book. But I'm trying to see if it has anything. It was called the Pleasure Wheel in the beginning. Pleasure, pleasure Wheel. Pleasure mm -hmm. Wheel. And and passengers rode in chairs suspended from large wooden rings turned by strong men. Oh, that was hmm. oh. That sorry, let's take that one back. That's a little false on false narrative on that. That is describing um, something from the 17th century in Bulgaria. So take that one back. That is not about George Washington Gales Ferris um, Ferris wheel. It was sometimes referred to the Chicago wheel when it opened in 1893 but it looks yeah so he kind of ripped other people off because it looks like there's an earlier wheel that was created in new york state 
at the State Fair in 1854, created by two Erie Canal workers. Well, that kind of makes sense. They just took like a um, a paddle boat and like, hey, let's make this into a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it was the tallest attraction at the World's Fair, the World's Columbian Expedition. That's what it was called. And it had a height of 264 feet. Um, but it didn't open at the fair until June 21st. So could you imagine going to the World Fair on May 1st and then, oh, it's not open. Sorry, the biggest yeah. thing is not open. <laughs> um, but it was, it was intended to rival the Eiffel Tower which was a centerpiece of the 1889 Paris expedition. Oh, and I thought it was trying to be taller, but the Eiffel Tower is 1,063 feet. Yeah. Or, you know, if you want to go with meters, since they're France, 324 meters. There you go. There's some history there for you. Did you fall from the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. You did. Yeah, I remember now. Yep. I have pictures from... I think I was at the top of the Eiffel Tower, or as far Did as you can go up. Right. All right, guys. Listen, I hope you guys had a good time and you enjoyed our show. You're oh my gosh! <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. I was trying to so that it looked right up when you got on it. <laughs> Shut up. Goodbye, guys. Welcome to our family. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Bye, guys. Love everybody. Bye. See you next week.